Coming up on this week's DizPod, it's Princess Week, and we have, for the very first time, Victor Naraki. He's here to show you how you can make your dreams come true. Let's go. Impressed. Hello and thank you, thank you. This is impressed. Are you, my intro is like two and a half minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I could. I know that that's pretty impressive for me. I guess I am usually one who likes to go a little longer, but um, I guess I was kind of restricted by the software I was using. Like that was the intro from start to finish, ten seconds. So that's okay. It works. It works. And uh, here we are in another week. It is Princess Week. And Lawrence had the great idea. I have to admit, I didn't even know it was Princess Week. I would have known by now, being in the parks. But, you know, thanks to Lawrence. He always has my back. And we'll do our deep dive. This week, we uh, go after the Contemporary Resort. That resort is very, very interesting and much more unique than any other, you know, that we have on Disney property. So I, I always wanted to stay there. Yeah. You know, I, I've never stayed there. Have you, Lawrence? I have not. I have not. I was close to booking it, and we ended up going to Coronado instead. So at some point, yeah. we're going to get there. Yeah, yeah. That's like that's like one of those things. Like you got to put a, you got to you got to take out of your Disney bucket list, right? Because yes. you know we we did the four park challenge, and it's kind of like the contemporary has to be there too. Maybe we should take time at some point to form our WDW bucket list. We've done a lot, Ooh, right? I like but that. I like yeah, that. let's save that for a future episode. Right. That'd be pretty good, right? Uh, Victor, have you ever done the four-park challenge? No. No, and I have no interest. No interest, and neither I does have, Neil. <laughs> I, I'm like, why? I've been to all four. I don't have to do it in one day. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I went from never park hopping to, you know, the four park challenge. It was, it, well, we went on vacation. We were talking about vacations and planning last week, right? Um, we, or I heard somebody the other day say, why would you ever just go to one park when you're on vacation in one day? We only focused on one park per day. You know, we never even thought of park hopping with two little ones and all that stuff. Wasn't for us. But uh, even now, we don't park hop that much. We kind of pick a park and go with it. Yeah. We don't do it as often. Um, we will do. We did three in one day just on a whim. Uh, we were there on a Wednesday and staying in a deluxe, so Magic was open late. So we ended up at Magic um, after doing Hollywood and going back to the resort, then going to Epcot. And then we're like, oh, let's take the monorail and go over to uh, Magic. So um, it just happened on a whim. Sometimes we'll do that. But the four-park challenge is certainly not an everyday occurrence. <laughs> <laughs> no, and are we leaning more towards doing it again next year and starting a tradition, but putting a different spin on it? Yeah, yeah, we could certainly certainly do that. Do I feel like I, I feel like I feel like like that water thing wasn't done yeah. correctly by anybody. So I think yeah. we got to look more into that and do it the right way. Yeah, I think I think a lot of rides were missed. We'll have to figure out if it's doable. Yeah, I think it could be done. Yeah, because there's even things like I would I would count Dumbo as a water ride. It's over the water. That's just me. 
you know, Aladdin magic carpets, it's over the water. <laughs> you got to add those things. Yeah. We don't have fast challenges. I'm going to say that no. right now. No. Hey, I'm going to say this before we let uh, Victor speak. So I'm on the monorail last night going over to Magic Kingdom. And believe it or not, sometimes I'm in the shy mood where I just don't want to talk to anybody. You know, I just keep to myself. But I decided to talk to this family. And they were from the UK. And I talked to them because they all had four park challenge shirts on. And I was like, oh, all the way from the UK doing, you know, like four park challenge. So yeah. I asked them what their challenge was, what the details were. It was the typical take a picture, ride a ride, and have a snack. Okay. And I was like, oh, that sounds very much like ours. But uh, we rode the Skyliner train, bus, and monorail. And he was like, oh, well, we've done three of those. And I'm like, well, you could do the boat. So I was trying to help him strategize how to yeah. just add the boat in there. I'm like, well, you're almost all the way to magic. I said, at some point, this boat is going to go one way only, you know, from MK to the TTC. Right. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, it's up to you. It's like 608. You might want to just get off the monorail now, take the boat back and even take the boat, you know, there and take it back or jump on the monorail and everything's done. You've got plenty of time to finish up here right. at magic. So not sure if they did it, but, um, you know, that, uh, that, that was fun to talk to them about that. Hello, chat, everyone. I see you coming in. Hit the like button. Subscribe if you're new here. And we appreciate all you being here. We do this for you because we were recording this podcast for many weeks and y'all wanted us to do it live. So we are here for you. So thank you so much for being here for us. I will shout out one thing. Kimberly Park World, I tried to listen to Park World Radio this morning. I could not get any kind of audio out of it. So I don't know if there was an issue this morning that you even knew about, or maybe it was just me. Hello, Samara. She says, nice shirts, everyone. Um, what we do here, if you're new on the podcast or you're listening, and what we do is we bring uh, one of our favorite Disney mugs with us. We wear one of our favorite Disney shirts, Hawaiian style, and magic band so we'll feature those do we usually feature those in the beginning my mug yeah. today is hawaiian style is my audio still good am i staying away from the microphone yeah you're good it says today's forecast brain freeze that fits me shave ice from <laughs> alani and it is stitch this is a great mug it, it hits all the points lawrence there it's a you it, not only one unique handle it's two unique handles and you know we've got the beautiful print a different color and on the inside it's actually stitch blue i'm going to name it stitch blue maybe it is stitch blue oh, and the, ma the magic band i went with something totally well not totally different because i'm wearing a star wars shirt tonight i'm wearing a light blue stormtrooper pew pew shirt and nice. i took the millennium falcon probably rarely seen not too popular chewbacca and solo from the solo movie and it says millennium falcon on the end yeah, I've never seen that one. Yeah. Very nice. Victor has an amazing shirt on. Um, you know. Now, did you order that one on Etsy or did you have that specially made? I bought the fabric on Etsy and I had it made. Yes. <sighs> it is so funny because I will have a shirt specially made and a year later it shows up on Etsy. <laughs> you know, uh. For half of the price that it cost me. But... <laughs> You're a trendsetter. And also, everyone, uh, also, to, well, go ahead. Yeah, it, it's happened several times that, that I've had a shirt that 
Sure enough, there it is on Etsy. And everyone that buys a go ahead. <laughs> everyone that buys a home from Victor uh, will get that magical straw he's using right there. Yes, it's it's <laughs> completely magic. God, I don't, that is the funniest thing. <laughs> His I mean, uh, it, and the bunny. You got to see the bunny. Yeah, he's he's got a magical bunny too back there. <laughs> um, there's some kind of tech thing going on with the screen. It's like a yeah. blue screen action or something. Yeah. It's really magical. Yeah. So if you're listening on the podcast, definitely take a look at that when you get a chance. It's truly magical. So um, why don't I you tell us? All that chroma key. Chroma key was what it was called. That's right. Yeah, that's right. What's going wrong with the? That they still use chroma key. Yeah. Uh, so Victor's going to join us whenever he wants. Open invitation for Victor. He loves Disney. I'm sure he'd love to talk Disney anytime he gets to, and he can spread the good word about what he does. Let let everybody know what you do. A little bit of what you do, because I talk about it all the time. Well, I um, I am a Disney area specialist for home real estate. So. And yeah. were you that's what he does. were you a realtor before you moved to Disney, the Disney no, area? That's a, that's I'm glad you asked that. No, I I wasn't. I moved out here. Uh, I had bought a vacation rental home um, back in 2008, and you know my experience buying the home was so horrible. It was it was so un the, the the agent was the the first agent was absolutely the worst. The second way agent was okay, mm. but um, after I learned more about the area and stuff, I started thinking, "Wow, this is they really didn't direct me properly." Mm -hmm. And uh, then lost my job, and. Uh, I said, well, you know what? I'm I, if those idiots can do it that way, I certainly can do it better than that. <laughs> so, and that's what got me to I said, well, let me try it out and see. And it took a while to get established. And my niche is people moving here to be near Disney. That's it. I I one in ten a year uh will possibly be uh not, you know not a disney fan moving here but most people are disney fans moving here and that's interesting what um what's the furthest place that somebody's moved here to to or moved there to be close to disney from um i sold the i sold one in valrica which is out by tampa um but you know what i don't like doing that because i don't i like to really know the area where you know the you know the distance to disney i sold one in mount dora which mm -hmm. ended up being you know really good for my customer out there um i've done uh i i have i just sold one in claremont uh just a little while ago and i have one closing in mineola next month so that's really um that's been you know, uh, that's, that's it's, been, it's, I don't, it's not door. really, it's about 30, 40 minutes from Disney is really the area that I understand. And <clears throat> I don't, I think a lot of agents are so hungry that they'll take an area that they don't know and mm -hmm. they can't really advise on it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Whereas you specializing in it, I mean, you know, I like I'll watch your live streams and you talk about, excuse me, about how to get to Disney from where you are and you show the map and, you know, really shows people just how close to Disney they they can actually live. Well, a lot of people, uh, listen, a lot of people will say, oh, I want to be close to Disney. It's okay if I'm two hours away. (laughs) Okay, that's fine. But you're good. Are you going to spend the whole day there? (laughs) You know, a lot of us who, who, you know, if you're still working, you're not going to spend the whole day at Disney. I didn't, I don't think I've spent the whole day at Disney in years. I go right. for a couple hours and I leave, you know? Yeah. You know, and that's, uh, that's why it makes it difficult to park at Magic Kingdom. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the, that's why I kind of like the other parks. I don't have to do the, the transportation system. But yeah, <laughs> so that's, you know, I like to work, you know, with areas that I really, understand because us locals want to go to disney springs as our local mall mm-hmm. that, that's the yep. best way to put it i hear the hear the uh disney railroad in my backyard wow you know you can't you you can't beat that to go outside <laughs> for a couple minutes and hear the railroad and hear the ferries it's awesome it's awesome wow it's crazy. I've been to Victor's house and it is that close. We've watched the fireworks from his backyard and um, he's got some cool, cool things to look at back there. It's really yeah. cool. And and one thing that f- people obviously, well, I guess a lot of them wouldn't know is, um, and I think he does this with others, but when he knows I'm at Magic Kingdom, he will pump in our live stream and use the audio and use that um, for his Facebook live. To broadcast happily yeah, ever after. Yesterday, I had you and my, you know, and it's it's nice. I get twenty people, maybe tops that that watch, but they enjoy it. You know, Do you yeah. find a lot of them are your faithfuls, like like regulars coming yeah. in to watch it? Oh yeah, yeah. Nice, nice, excellent. Yeah, same people each time, and it's fun. You know, I thought when I did it, I actually moved here. <laughs> I used to live in Celebration. And when I, I, at night, I would get in my car, drive through Disney um, or around Disney, go to Legato, which is a community that's right outside the gates of Disney. And the fireworks are like on top of you. And I would live stream from there. And I had so many people watching. And I'm like, wow, I got so many people watching. I should move and get a view of the fireworks. And I get 20 people watching. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's a good story. I love it. it. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Well, it's Princess Week, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get let you kick that off too, Lawrence, and uh, we'll follow along. We have treats to talk about, and I know you've got some things you want to start off with. So let's go from there. So my shirt um, is princesses with the castle there uh homemade by Catherine. so thank you uh for that That thank you wardrobe yep nice did a good job we've we've got more in the in the works so um yeah she's pretty talented so yeah for princess week i thought since we were having victor on we would test Corey versus victor just to see who has more knowledge on Disney princesses. So let's Uh-oh. see if <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that could be good, but I I, 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 I 
So I'm going to try to screen share. I don't normally do this. Okay. Normally, this is, normally this is Corey's. Corey's normally driving, so we're going to see. Yeah, you're know, like giving me the night off here. Kind of like yeah. it. Spoiling me. Rob Fuzz is in the chat. What's up, Rob? Good to see you. Hope you have had an amazing day. So while you while you set that up, I will uh, I will entertain the people because yeah. a quiet podcast is not a good podcast. Back to my <laughs> back to my broadcasting days. You know, I, I would get I would get set, sat down when I was in school or, you know, yeah, in school. And, you know, they listen to everything you do when you're on the air and, you know, there'd be two seconds of dead air. And they'd say, why did you have two seconds of dead air here? <laughs> which might be a little bit of why I talk so much on the live streams in the parks, you know, we can't have dead air. <laughs> oh, Kimberly earlier said we did fix it. It works now. I still want to know how park world, how that whole thing works on that website. I don't know if Kimberly and John want to come on sometime and talk about park world radio. That would be awesome. So is the screen sharing happening? It is. Oh. Okay. Let, let me put this up. You ready for me to yep. put it up? Yep. Okay, here we go. All right. So the, Should come on up. The rules are simple. There we go. Rules are simple. Games divided into three sections. Easy, medium, and hard. Each question is going to have one correct answer. There are no alternative answers. Uh, no help from the chat, please. Uh, one point for each right answer. If you get the answer wrong, your opponent can steal. And uh, oh, being wow. Quizmaster, I like calling myself that today, uh, decisions are final. So, the categories are, it's all relative, fashion, royal rules, one word answer, who's on first, and potent potables. By the way, those categories mean nothing, I just made them all up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? This is... And and for anyone in chat or anyone listening now or later, we had no idea how what this game was even going to be like. So this is all new to Victor and me. <laughs> all right. So ready for the easy round. So yeah. here's, here's what we're going to do. Um, so I can see, yes, I can see you on my other screen. So if you, when you know the answer, the first person to say their name gets the answer. Make sense? Like Repeat that one more time. So if you know the answer, you say your name, and then I'll call on you to give the answer. Okay. Oh, okay. Got it? That makes sense? Yep. Now, what if you get it wrong? Do you get a minus point? Uh, no, but your opponent can steal the point. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, question one. Who was the original Disney princess? Corey. Go ahead, Corey. Snow White. Is it Snow White? Hey, Snow, Snow White. White. <laughs> I was going to go back further to those little vi vignettes he used to make, and I was thinking of the name of that girl. Ugh. Oh, okay. So Snow White wasn't. No. What is it? Wasn't she like? Um, didn't they model Snow White after her? Oh, after the vignettes. Yeah, I oh. maybe not. I saw a clip earlier last week where they they showed movements of a woman, and that's kind of what they used Ooh. for Snow White. So maybe maybe it was her, maybe it wasn't. Oh, 
good yeah. to know. We'll have to look, look, look at that. Look. Look at that stat. With a budget of $1.5 million, Snow White made $418 million. Crazy. That's nuts. Absolutely crazy. All right, question two. Which Disney princess film has the highest grossing soundtrack? Victor. Go ahead, Victor. Little Mermaid? It is not Little Mermaid. Ah! Okay. I just, I just want to answer Little Mermaid to everything. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine is funny in chat because it sounded the same way to me when you were like, who's the first Disney princess? We have to say our names to chime in. I go, Corey. <laughs> uh, so um, I'm going to say this for the sole reason was I think I kind of maybe read something about this uh, not too long ago. And because of the star power in the soundtrack, I'm going to say The Lion King for Elton John. Ooh, that's a good one. But it's not a princess film. Oh, wait, no. princess film. Oh, is can I take that, take back that answer? No. Then? <laughs> All right. I can't take it back. That's my fault. No. The answer. Reveal. Frozen. Of course. Frozen. Of course. Yeah. Frozen. Yes. Derek Derek got it right in chat. 12 million copies in 17 countries, according to bestsellingalbums.org. Wow. Frozen. Wow. Yeah. Frozen. Wow. Moby Fox just had a sale, by the way. And we've got more, more magic, uh, not magic bands, but uh, wristbands coming for our uh, Apple Watches. And there's a We Don't Talk About Bruno one. I can't wait Ooh. to wear that one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Question three. Oh, by the way, I should have said there are 10 questions in the first round. (laughs) (laughs) Question three. Which Disney character used to be considered a princess but is not anymore? Oh. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. You're going to get me with this one. I mean, uh, I'll probably chime in and say Mulan. Mulan is not correct. Mm. Any guesses, Victor? Used to be considered a princess. It's kind of like Pluto was a planet and Pluto (laughs) is no longer a planet. (laughs) That's, that's... Wow. I would have with Mulan too. So, I don't know. All right. The answer is Tinkerbell. Really? Tinkerbell? They used to consider her a princess, and then they set the rules, and she's not a princess. How about that? I didn't know that they ever considered her a princess. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, but I mean, if you think about the rules of being a princess, it doesn't, doesn't work. Yeah. (coughs) But then again, you know what, though? Jillian will contest. Is Mulan ever a princess? Hmm. Interesting. I think no, but she was. But going along with the question, she was mm-hmm. probably never a princess first, and still is not. The chat can let us know that. Okay, move on. All right. Next, which Disney princess has the most complex hair animation? Victor, that's ahead, Ariel. Victor. That's Ariel. I know it. I know it. I've heard that. Survey says, uh, oh, not no. Ariel. 
Oh, come on. <laughs> the most complex. Yes. Well, I mean, you want to think about the latest technology and the latest movies to go along with that, but I'm going to step back a little bit and I am going to go with Merida for her curly, curly hair. <laughs> yes! <laughs> How about that? Pulled that one right out. Um, you know, interesting thing, no one can ever see this from behind the camera when I'm live streaming, but every time uh, Merida comes down in the cavalcade at the end of the night, I always, like, fake, like, um, gesture, or I'm gesturing to her hair, and I always say, I love your hair. She's like, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> so, yeah, Merida's hair. Merida's hair, yes, yes. Well, All right, that's uh, two for Corey and zero for Victor. Plenty of time left. All right, next question. Question five. Who is considered a Disney princess but is not actually a princess in the movie? Uh, Corey. Go ahead, Corey. I'm going back to the well, and I'm going to go with um, Mulan. Mulan. Corey, there I, knew, we go. I, I knew I couldn't <laughs> beat you. I just knew it. I talked all night about how you were going to wipe the floor with me. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Yes, Mulan is, is not technically a princess in the movie. No. Yeah, I don't think print the princess uh, trivia is my thing, but maybe it is. Maybe. <laughs> all right, which Disney princess kisses the movie's villain? Which princess kisses the movie's villain? Oh, I think it's um, okay, Corey. Go ahead. I'm gonna say, um, uh, uh, oh god, I'm just going blank. Um, Anna, Anna from Frozen. Anna is incorrect. Ah, what about uh, Jasmine from Aladdin? Wasn't she Jasmine from Aladdin? That's a good guess. But it's not. Because it's the right yeah! guess. <laughs> she yeah. kissed Jafar? She did. Because he wow. was going to see um, uh, Aladdin in the reflection uh, of her crown. So he, she pulled him close to kiss her. To kiss him. Wow. I don't remember that. <laughs> and and here's a little piece of trivia. Uh, Patrick Stewart was going to voice Jafar, but he was busy Ooh. with Star Trek and couldn't do it. He said it's the biggest disappointment of his career. Really? He wanted to be part wow. of that Disney Disney that history. Week. Yeah, just just learned that last week. That would have been good. Yeah, yeah, but the guy was whoever did it was good too. But yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. All right, next question. Question seven, which Disney princess is the only princess that has a tattoo? Oh, oh. oh. Um, okay, Corey. Go ahead, Corey. Pocahontas. Pocahontas. Really? Must be right because he said, yeah. There it is. There she is. Three to one. I've got there she is. One. Just around the river bend. <laughs> what's up steve bullock and tony and goofy guy we see I, i'm watching all of you in chat i see you all talking with each other and participating welcome tonight 
Um, you know, and I, and I probably remember that about Pocahontas. I am a very visual person. Um, and I just like my mind went to the cavalcade, you know, and oh. it's clearly on her arm every time she goes by. Hmm. I've never seen that. I will have to, I'll have to look at that. Wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. Next question. Question eight. What is the name of Mulan's pet dragon? Corey. <laughs> Ahead. Mushu. Mushu. <laughs> Did you know it, Victor? No. Oh. <laughs> I only well, see these movies once. I don't like run <laughs> over and over again. I happen to have a daughter whose favorite Disney princess <laughs> is Mulan, and her pet bird is Mushu. <laughs> Mushu. Yeah. Well, I think that's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> that was a gift. That, that was that was a gift. Look, I haven't even re revealed the answer yet. There you yeah. go. There he is. All right. Look. Question nine. Which Disney princess does not sing in her movie? Oh, uh, who does not sing in her movie? That's a t that could be a tough one. Wow. Going through my mind. Uh, I everyone I'm thinking of has uh, sung some songs. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with an I don't know on that one. No, no guesses. All right. No, I can't even think. Allison said Merida. Oh wow! Interesting, right? That. Yeah. Yep. No, no songs for her. No songs. That's very interesting. Yeah. Very, very interesting. I've only seen that yeah. once. Is that even a musical? That's not a musical, right? I don't. Uh, 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 chat, is that a musical? Honestly, I saw Merida once. I wasn't a huge fan of it, so I've never oh, seen it again. Is that what it's called? It's called Blaze, right? Uh, Brave. 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 Yeah. God. Sorry, I said yeah. Merida. Yeah. No, all good. Uh, so, yeah, we watched it once because we hadn't seen it. And we like the sequence in Harmonious um, that they do for her. So we watched it, and then Finley wanted to watch it like three more times in a row, like a typical three-year-old would. Yeah, but doesn't she sing that song that's used in Harmonious? Uh, I don't think she's singing it. Oh, someone else is singing it? I think someone's singing it, yeah. Interesting. Maybe the chat can... Uh, yeah, can Allison says know. she... She doesn't sing the song, but she has a song. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's it then. Cool. All right. All right. That takes us to ten. Is are, is this like? Are we done with the easy questions? Because I don't. Re <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I'm trying. I want to go back to easy questions. <laughs> yeah. I think getting tougher is going to really embarrass me. <laughs> Uh, let's see. So which Disney princess is the <clears throat> first female animated character to receive a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? Victor. I think it's Snow White. Victor says Snow White. There, there it is. is. Snow White, dedicated in 1987 for the movie's 50th anniversary. Wow. That's nice awesome. Job. Okay, the next wow. two questions. These are the mediums. <laughs> they're going to be worth two points. Okay. They will have two answers. That's why they're worth two points. Two answers. Oh, wow. I don't... 
Which two princesses wear pants? Which two princesses wear pants? Uh, let's see. Mm-mm-mm. Just going through my mind. It wouldn't be any of the older princesses. It's got to be a little more modern. Um, um, I have one guess in mind, but I do not have a second princess. Who wears pants? Oh, boy. Um, okay, Corey. Go ahead. Mulan and Raya. Oh. <laughs> he says, oh. I might have to give you that one. <laughs> the answer technically was Jasmine and Mulan. Oh. That's ping. Think, yeah, but I think you are right on Raya. So I'm going to give you that one. I don't even know who Raya is. She, they, you know, they put her on the new float in the um, festival of. No, that's not. I forget sometimes. What's the, the final parade of the, the night? Cavalcade. Yeah, she's in the cavalcade at the end of the night. Yeah, I'm telling you, I, I'm just saying straight up, like just from an observation standpoint. I told Jillian this too. I don't know if she's seen that last cavalcade at the end of the night, but the 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 young ladies that play Pocahontas and Raya. Um, who else is up there? A couple others. Absolutely beautiful. Just beautiful young ladies. Like, wow. Like, fits the character to a T and definitely stunning young ladies. Because uh, let's face it, sometimes sometimes you can look at some princesses and you're like, mm, <laughs> no, yep. no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, they're all beautiful in their own right. They just don't look like <laughs> the character. I thought it was funny when they had Kristoff uh, um, right after right after Frozen came off. They came out. They they got a guy to play Kristoff, who I he looked like he just walked right out of the cartoon. <laughs> and I'm like, how in the world did they find that guy, and why did they let him go? <laughs> There's, the there's, uh, there's it, one on the on one of the cruises. I just saw a picture of it yesterday, and it's the same thing, Victor. Like he just stepped right out of the cartoon and into yeah. real life. Yeah, Crazy. It was. It was it, 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 I was like, wow. It was almost like they patterned it after him. Right. You know? It was like right. they used it. Him is the model for it. How, he must have walked in there and said, you know, I don't know how to do much, but I could stand there. And you go, you're right. You're perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it, was so, it was so funny. I, so funny. I, uh, love the, I love the Burt's that they have when they have when they have Burt and Mary Poppins. Oh, I think they're great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great. Uh, ironically, they were both these two characters. The singing voices were both voiced by the same actress. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Next question. Which two Disney princesses are actually daughters of chiefs? Okay. Uh, Corey. Um, this is a total guess. I'm going to say, well, of chiefs. Um, maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, what was I going to say? <laughs> Victor, you can steal if you need to. 
No, I think one's Pocahontas, right? That's the one that, yeah, that's, I would agree with that one. I, I thought I had the second. I can't, I, I'm trying to think of something. It's something obscure, probably. Mulan's father wasn't a chief. He was just a guy who couldn't go to. Correct. Um, yeah. What about, uh, what about Ariel? Would that qualify as it? Nope. Good, because I try. was cheating, and that was my sister who sent that. <laughs> there you go. You're ruining me. <laughs> Pocahontas and Moana. Remember in her song, she says, "I'm the daughter of the village chief." That's right. Yeah, it's That's yeah. Right. How could I? Yeah. How could I have missed yeah. that? And yeah. Moana gets the biggest ovation in the crowd every Always. single performance for Fantasmic. It gives me the chills. Yes. Yeah. Always. She she does a lot of of movement too. She's got to run back and forth. She's got to pull out the heart of Tafiti. She, she's doing a lot. Very active, and she kicks the water. It's my favorite part. Kicks just kicking the water. the water. You know. Yep. Yeah. All right, so the final round. This is going to be kind of like uh, the round in uh, Name That Tune. Well, I'm doing I'm so well here that, you know, you might as well stop, Corey, and just, you know, take a break or something. <laughs> and let Victor do it. <laughs> Why, let, we'll make these points, 10 points for Victor and two yeah. points for me. <laughs> so this is, this is going to be one question. And it's going to be like, name that tune. So I'm going to give you the question. And then you say, all right, I can name this many of them. Okay. Oh, man. Okay. And all then right. what is it? Whoever can name the most out of him or me? Whoever, whoever says they can. The, well, you have to decide if you don't think you can beat him and name yeah. more than he can. Then you say, go ahead. You, you name them. Oh, okay. All right, so, so there are 13 official princesses. Name them. Victor, how many do you think you can name? Probably five. Corey, can you name more than five? I'll go, I'll go seven. I'm just throwing seven. that out there. Corey, you name them. Okay. All right, here we go. Let's just start with like Moana. And Mulan, since she's supposedly won here in this game. Uh, so Moana, Mulan, Snow White, Rapunzel. Um, let me think now. Who else? Who else? Oh, boy. Um, trying to think. Snow White, Rapunzel. Going through my movies here. Aurora. We're up to five, right? That's five. Okay. Uh, Tiana. And I need one more. Uh, let's see. Who else? Who else? Cinderella. That's seven. That's <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I was trying to think. Yeah, go ahead. Who else could Ariel. they have been? Yep, Belle. Jasmine. Yep. Pocahontas. And Merida. See when you're on the when you're on the spot, it, you know yeah. you can go blank. Like Belle is my favorite, you know, of all time. <laughs> all yeah. right, yeah, that was uh, that was fun. 
That was, that was fun. fun. Thank you. Thank you for putting that together. That was a lot of fun. Corey was worried he wasn't gonna gonna beat uh, Victor, and he did. Oh, he's like, those, he's like those kids in high school that go, "I'm gonna fail. I didn't study at all." <laughs> and then you ace it. Uh, rightfully so. Kathy and Tammy are giving me a hard time in the chat. Tammy says, "Can't believe you didn't say Bell." And Kathy says, "Corey, how could you forget Bell?" <laughs> so Bell is your favorite, right, Corey? Yes, but coming up a close second because we had such a great dinner together was um, Snow White over at uh, Storybook. Oh man, okay. yeah, I fell in love with Snow White that night. But uh, don't let Bell know. I <laughs> Bell's still my lady. Victor, yeah. uh, was I getting Ariel as your favorite? Yeah, I love that movie. I love that. You know, so that's I I. I heard they were taking um, guest surveys to find out if people were wanted the Voyage of the Little Mermaid back at, at Hollywood Studios. I they heard haven't, that too. They haven't torn it down. Right. And they haven't, you know, repurposed it. And it's been, yep. you know, several, it's been a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I had heard that they were doing surveys on that, so hopefully it does come back soon. I, I I went one time, three times in a row. I just love it. I just love it. <laughs> I always I tell the story. I saw it with my niece when she was a year and a half old, and she was standing on my um, on my brother in law's legs watching it, and for the whole the whole show, she kept going like this. <laughs> she looked really surprised mouth open and she ended up working at disney yeah wow wow yeah. uh that's so awesome doing the research. 32 years old today hey happy birthday Four thirty-three. Um, my sister's watching so in doing the research for the game i also came up with um the ages of the princesses oh geez and so snow white is the youngest 13 14. 14. So Snow White is 14. Uh, Jasmine is 15. <clears throat> Excuse me. Wow. Ariel, Aurora, Merida, and Milan are all 16. Pocahontas is 17. Rapunzel is 18. Cinderella and Tiana are 19. And Elsa, although not an official Disney princess, is 21. She's the oldest. Well, you did a lot of research to pull that together, I'll tell you. <laughs> good job. Good work. Yeah, I had no idea what their ages were. I never even thought of that. So. I wouldn't have thought of that either. Wouldn't have thought of that either. So, yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to touch on was where can you meet a Disney princess in the parks? Um, so I noted <clears throat> Moana is at Animal Kingdom now. Oh, okay. Um, and you haven't met her, uh, have you, Corey? You haven't done Animal Kingdom when she's there. No, we need to try to make that a point to do that next time we're there. We have not yeah. yet met Moana. Um, and then at Magic Kingdom, you can meet Cinderella, Aurora, Elena, Tiana. Um, sometimes they'll have a visiting princess there uh, as well. And then I know that Snow White and Belle are at Epcot. I don't know if I'm missing any others. Can't think of any other. Did you met? Did you mention Tiana in Magic? 
Yes. Okay. I don't know if she still meets there, but there's like this little gazebo behind the Christmas, the old Christmas shop before Liberty Square. I've met her there before. Okay. I don't know if that's still a thing. Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to keep my eye out for that. Uh, and then you, where can you dine with a Disney princess? Storybook dining. Uh, Akashus. We had so much practice saying that. And uh, Cinderella's royal table. Yes. And Cinderella's uh, but- royal table now is 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 a variety of princesses. I didn't note which ones, but um, it used to just be Cinderella after COVID. And now um, the variety is back. I've told this story before over at Cinderella's Royal Table when Jacob was about three or four years old. He went through one trip when we did annual trips down from Maine. He had one year where he was all of a sudden afraid of every character. He didn't want to meet anybody. No princesses. Well, we're up there eating dinner at Cinderella's Royal Table. You know, let's just say like Snow White comes by. He wants nothing to do with it. And we're sitting on the booth side, him and me. So it would take him a little work to kind of get out, to get out and take a photo and all that. You know, Jasmine comes by, nothing. Finally, Belle comes by in her, yellow. I think, yellow dress. Could have been her blue and white one. She comes by, yeah, yellow, yellow dress. He was pushing us away. He couldn't get to Belle fast enough to take a photo with her. The one and only person character that he ever wanted to meet that trip was Belle. Isn't that wild? Yeah, yeah. And I'll never forget that. He was three or four. Tammy's, okay. if, Tammy, if Tammy's still in chat, she might correct me on that for sure. But he was very young. <laughs> maybe yeah. maybe he liked the yellow the color yellow at the time he was attracted to color yellow because that could have been that trip or the one before where uh we were sitting out in the lobby at um all-star movies and tammy was in the restroom with jill probably changing a diaper that's how old <laughs> and um he just put his hands out like he wanted something and i brought him over to the gift shop and it was pluto who's yellow and that's still his favorite character today and his favorite princess. So to this day, they form at a young age. Yellow is is his color. Um, Darlene asked, uh, can Elsa be considered a past princess, but now a queen? There was a lot of talk about that, that neither Honor nor Elsa are in the official Disney lineup or Disney princess lineup because um, they're both queens. So they don't, they don't count. Wow, Nala that's interesting. Was also in there, um, but she was not a princess because she married Simba after he became king. So she doesn't count either. Not only because she's also a lion, but <laughs> right. <laughs> um. So yeah. Um, is, is that everything? That was that's that's what I got. That's what I got. Amazed is you did an amazing job, my friend. And of course, who who whose job is it to talk about food? Me. <laughs> so with Princess Week comes food, and look at that bad boy right there. That is very very pretty. Um, I don't even know where that one came from. Maybe I can tell you before we're done with the food segment. But there are many many treats you can find all around Walt Disney World, and. 
I'm going to start with this one. And on the left, you have the Snow White Cupcake. And on the right, you have a Moana dessert. And the Snow White Cupcake is a vanilla cupcake with caramel apple filling, uh, white chocolate dipped caramel buttercream, and fondant decor. You can get that at Old Key West Resort and Disney Saratoga Springs Resort and Spa. Kind of a weird place to put the Snow White one, right? Uh, <laughs> you think? Looks delicious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And over at the Disney's Polynesian Village Resort, you can pick up, and this is at the Kona Island Coffee Bar, uh, uh, available just like the Snow White Cupcake, available August, 30, August 1st through August 31st. The Moana Mini Cake is a vanilla cake, mango mousse, um, glacage, is that, I've never seen that word before, buttercream fondant in white chocolate decor. That looks really good, and that's over at the Poly. Okay, that might be something we need to chase. Hmm, interesting. Maybe they can maybe open Wednesdays with that dessert, maybe. That would be interesting, right? Yeah. If you want to jump over to Disney's Port Orleans Resort, we have, and you can get this over at Sasagula Floatworks in Food Factory, Wishing on Stars, it's called. It's mango mousse with coconut lime gelée, coconut glaze, and decor to fit a, uh, fit for a princess. So that's the Tiana. And actually, here's your answer. The one on the right has so much going on with it. Uh, it has a crown. and uh, It's topping raspberries and blackberries, it looks like. There's some kind of crusty crumbs off to the side with this poofy purplish blue dessert okay so what is that made of i just thought of something funny and i'm gonna go there in a second i don't care i'm gonna go there it's the podcast uh you can get um at the disney's riviera resort topolino's terrace flavors of the riviera also available um the same span all of august so you, this is called Make It Pink, Make It Blue. It's orange blossom honey mousse transformed by color-changing flavors of citrus accompanied with strawberry curd and almond crumble. That looks amazed is. That's over at the Riviera. Yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, man. Um, I'm, I'm going to have to formulate how we can get our hands on that. Going to have to figure that one out. That would be ni- it would be great to try that one. Um, and when are these so available until? They're available until August 31st. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to quickly say everybody blast the chat for Steve Bullock and Tony, who just dropped a random LID gift. And I say random because they post a free gift in YouTube randomly selects the recipient and easy money. Congratulations. Um, you just won a 30 day membership um, as part of the LID club. You get the exclusive emojis to use your name is highlighted in green so it's more easily seen in the chat and you get to enjoy all that for 30 days and you also get your name listed at the end of our very professional credits at the end of the park live streams so mm-hmm. there is that disney to baker how's it going he says not impressed don't think the kids will like this oh wow now i trust him because he is a baker he is a disney baker so mm-hmm. yeah now, if we move along, I have a couple more to share. And right here, 
I have tried both of these, and you can get them both in the same location, which is Storybook Treats, which is right across from Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. And this was one of the best desserts I have had in Magic Kingdom for as long as I can remember. This was so good. It's the Rapunzel Sunday. I tried it last night, and it is made up of shortcake with wild berry soft serve in Dole Whip lemon topped with berry compote and sugar flowers. And the sugar flowers are fine. They're not overpowering. There's just a few of them. What really dominates is the Dole Whip. But when you get that strawberry and a little bit of the Dole Whip and you combine it with the shortcake piece mm. and a little bit of whipped cream, ooh, that it's amazed is so good. And when it first premiered, the actually, yeah, the why are they calling this the Aurora Cone? Isn't that, I thought that was the Little Mermaid cone. The Little Mermaid one. Yeah, I, it must be the same cone. It must be the same cone. I mean, this is straight off of Disney Parks blog. It's Dole Whip strawberry with blue soft serve topped with white chocolate crisp pearls. I felt like it tasted like Fruit Loops. It was very fruity. Oh. And it was very, very good. And that's also a get it again. So those are two really good treats to pick up in Magic Kingdom outside of the confectionery. In my opinion, it's very hard to to get really good treats that are outstanding throughout Magic Kingdom. I think they like to keep them all in the confectionery. Mm. And it's probably not by mistake. Here's a few other random ones, Beach Club and, and others. We don't have to cover those as well. But you can go to Disney's Park blog and type in Disney Princess Week, and you can find a whole ton of different things. There's stuff all over the place, Hollywood Studios, all the all the four parks. Even Disneyland has a bunch. So, yeah. That I looked up the Little Mermaid uh, the Little Mermaid one was Dole Whip, strawberry, and purple cheesecake soft serve topped with white chocolate crisp pearls and a chocolate seashell served in a blue cone. So it's the same oh. cone. I guess the uh, flavoring is a little different. So they switched it out. They switched yeah. it out. Okay. All right. I'm not <clears throat> any of those in this heat. It is, I, it's just too hot even to eat ice cream. You know, <laughs> it just, it's just too hot. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we got to break it within the eighties here. Forward to to October. I'm so mm -hmm. looking forward to the break in this heat. It's been, it's it's, and I'm usually not a complainer about heat, but I'm not going to eat outside anything the way that it is right. Yeah, now. it's just been too much. Well, I would look to um, bump the deep dive again, but we we can't keep pushing this series off. So, what do you say we go for it? And uh, tackle the deep dive into the contemporary. Oh, uh, yeah, let's do it. All right, here we go. We're deep diving into the contemporary, the ongoing series, uh, until we cover every single Disney resort. Yeah, so the contemporary. Um, it's been one of the ones I've been looking forward to um, doing the deep dive on because <clears throat> it's the original, uh, right? So this one opened October 1st, 1971, just like Magic Kingdom did. Um, 
it was originally supposed to be the centerpiece of Epcot, uh, believe it or not. Um, so it was when you when you think back to what Epcot was supposed to be, uh, and we're going to do a, a really good story on that soon. Um, the contemporary was supposed to be the centerpiece of that. So it was originally known as Empo Bay Resort. Uh, and so what they did, uh, this was, the engineering on this was phenomenal. They decided to do modular building. The A-frame that we are familiar with basically uh, is two buildings leaning up against each other. And they trucked the rooms in and then lifted them by crane into place. <clears throat> so they were modular by being built off site and then trucked in, which is uh, pretty, pretty cool and very different for that time when you think back to uh, the early 70s. So the original uh, hotel was would be within walking distance to the Magic Kingdom. But you could also take the monorail because the monorail passed right through the resort. Uh, the resort was originally called Tempo Bay Hotel, as I mentioned. And Roy Disney totally disliked that name and thought it needed to be something modern, therefore calling it the contemporary. So the, the, uh, as I mentioned, the A-frame structure of monorail going through it was groundbreaking. They were trucked from three miles away and brought into place. <clears throat> so at the at the time, this was groundbreaking. But what else would you expect from a company that's building a theme park in essentially what is Swampland? The resort would be the flagship of the Disney World Resort until Grand Floridian opened. When this resort opened, it was the place for high society. Everybody wanted to be here. In fact, Richard Nixon's famous I am not a crook speech was delivered at the Contemporary. So the main building has 383 interior atrium rooms. The atrium also features a mosaic by Mary Blair. The resort also has a convention center and an additional 250 rooms. In 1991, Bay Lake Tower was built as a DVC. It's connected to the main building by a sky bridge on the fifth floor. Those are some of the most, or these are some of the most expensive rooms as you can get the fireworks view of Magic Kingdom. The resort recently started renovations and will now feature motifs of the monorail and the Incredibles. Some of the most reserved restaurants in Disney are in this resort. On the top floor, you have California Grill, which back in the day was called Top of the World, and everybody went there. Everybody loved that one. And then you have Chef Mickey's, which opened there in 1995 and serves plenty of Mickey waffles while guests dine with Mickey and his pals in one of the most sought-after character dining experiences. Steakhouse 71 was introduced uh, to honor the 50th anniversary of the 71 opening, uh, and it is a great steakhouse for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. As for activities, you have basketball, fishing, volleyball, tennis, alongside of the pools, cabana rentals, fitness center, campfire, uh, just to name a few. 
Uh, and uh, as I mentioned, the resort um, does have multiple wings. And you can get rooms in Bay Lake Tower. That's, in fact, when we talked about the fact that I almost stayed there, uh, we had looked at one in, in Bay Lake Tower. Um, I can't remember how much it was. Now. I want to say 600 a night, probably. Um, <clears throat> but this is definitely a resort that I, I am looking forward to, uh, to staying at. Might be on a trip where Finley's not with us, and it's a, an adult-only trip to take advantage of what the resort really has to offer. Yeah, it's great. And there's uh, oh. some of the rooms. Look at the theming. Look at the theming there with the furniture and the the pillows, the the beds. It it really looks like it would be furniture that you would find in the Incredibles home, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and uh, the closet, the closet has a, a a photo in the back, or the wall is looks like it's hanging uniforms for the entire Incredible family, which is really cool, and. Look at that shower. Yeah, it just really looks nice. it looks extra long. Really, really nicely done. I mean, there's so many Disney, you know, great Disney bathrooms and rooms and theming. It's just so much fun to compare all the different ones. You have double sinks there in that one, and look at how the monorail is etched into the uh, oh yeah oh mirror. Wow. See that? That's really also nice like as well. Mirrors that have that are backlit like that. I love that. <clears throat> yeah yeah what are we looking at here is this is this like a special suite do yeah, you know that's one of that's one of the larger the larger suites i don't remember exactly which uh size that is but uh they they that resort has some huge suites kathy's right too the other new thing that they do offer for dvc members is they have the villains layer which we visited yeah. on a live stream which the food was really good the drinks were really good so, if you're DVC, that's something you don't want to miss. What is this? Is this also part of one of the big rooms? Yeah, that's another one of the suites in the new Incredibles. Um, but, it, you know, it's just the coloring. It's not uh, overpowering, you know, like uh, Art of Animation is. Um, but it does give you some of that IP. It does. It does have a total Incredibles feel to it. And those are some really, that's really nice artwork on the walls there for uh, the bedroom as well. Yeah. Very nice. Very, very nice. Um, okay. Uh, you're free to very finish cool. up on this. Uh, you said you had a story. and. Oh, yeah. So, so we went to uh, Steakhouse 71. <clears throat> and I'm going to tell you, we went there for breakfast and... Normally, like I go to IHOP, I'll have steak, uh, uh, steak omelet. So I always like having steak with my breakfast for some reason. And they bring me a butter knife, essentially, to cut the steak. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this? But I'm telling you, it's sliced right. I didn't even need you basically just looked at the steak and it sliced like it was it was so tender seasoned really well. I, I was really impressed with that. And I hear we haven't been there for um lunch but i hear that they have uh really good burgers there as well okay yeah that's something i have not tried but um uh, i have that on my list then for sure gotta go hit that place up and check it out we jillian's goal is to eat steak in every uh restaurant at disney all right, all right. so we'll have to do that one 
Very cool. I have yeah. little, I have a little contemporary real estate trivia. Okay. Oh. So uh, you see this now this you know what orange peel is? The texture on the wall that's very prominent in Florida? Yeah. Okay. The saying is that that didn't start until the contemporary was built. And when the contemporary was built, the people who built it, either who built it off site, only built with um, orange peel. Because orange peel really hides a lot. So that's why it's very uh, uh, popular. So that's where we got orange peel from, is from the contemporary. Wow. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. And by the way, these are not stickers. They're, they were painted on. I got. I bought stencils off Etsy. Oh, good. wow. Someone had asked that a while back. That I. Yeah, Victor has an amazing room. He has many amazing rooms, but that one, as you can see in the background, is Toy Story themed. And uh, you have a magical rabbit behind you, too, and it's not all. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think that. That changed. I think it's. it's oh, it changed. Yeah. You don't. You don't have your magical straw anymore. Yeah. Let's see, let's see if the straws. Let's see if you have your magical straw. Oh, you do. Straw's yeah. still weird. Chroma key. Show. Show everyone your magical rabbit. Let's see if that's still magical. <laughs> Is it still, oh, yep. it's really magical. Look at the. <laughs> it's so weird. It's magical. Doing yeah. It, that's wild. It, it's it's so cool. I don't even know how to explain it. <laughs> we were having a really good laugh before we went live, everyone, to uh, about that. It was pretty, pretty cool That's right there. All right. Well, uh, if an awesome job on the contemporary. And let's go to our final segment of the night. time for inside the parks what happened to us inside the parks this week and i know kathy's in chat and uh i know that lawrence watched so if i miss anything or if you in chat missed anything that was eventful in any way just chime in and uh i'll comment on that as well i just thought that saturday went really well saturdays uh beautiful weather and I was thinking as I was walking along, I was literally looking in the sky and I'm like, Psh, it's just a beautiful day. I mean, I know it was supposed to rain late at some point, but I see nothing threatening. And we start to head down Sunset Boulevard and off to the left was uh, Holly and Jeff, our friends. And uh, Kathy was with Kathy was with them and ran over and gave Jeff a big hug. And all of a sudden, I just felt my neck getting wet, like sprinkles. And it freaked me out because I it was sunny. It's not like there was a threat. I go, what is going on right now? Like, it was a real freak out. And I look up in the sky with one leg up in the air. And, and sure enough, I could see drops coming down. And Jacob's looking. I'm like, where are these coming from? Like, it's blue skies with scattered white clouds. It was yeah. really weird. And we, we ended up having to go under the roof there for about five minutes and it really came down pretty good and, and Jill loves water so Jill literally went out there and just kind of hung out in the, in the pouring rain Kathy said it was hilarious when we got there and it just poured on us it was so unexpected <laughs> hey Adolf welcome to the podcast every Thursday night at 7pm we do a live podcast 
And that's what we're doing here tonight. We were live in the parks last night. We'll be live in the parks on Saturdays. And uh, yeah, so other than that, I can't. Uh, oh, we did we try a new treat? Did we try a new treat? Um, on I maybe we didn't. Maybe we didn't try a new treat on I Saturdays. Did, I can't remember what it was. Yeah, maybe. Kathy. I don't even know if Kathy knows. There was nothing new to try at the uh, ABC commissary. Oh, yes, we did. Yes, we did. And what it was was it was the sweet potato tart from Woody's lunchbox. Ooh. Okay. With with like cinnamon sugar on top, I think, and marshmallows. And it was filled with sweet potato. And <laughs> it was good. It was it was very good. We determined that we started to say over the last time last few times we've tried these tarts. Well, a little dry, but like Jill I think Jill said it, we just have to expect tarts to be dry. Tarts mm-hmm. are not that moist. Yeah. So we accept that. So with that said, it was very good. And I think we took an average poll. And I think at the table, we went with like a four or a 4.25 Mickey's on that sweet potato tart. Oh, um, oh, go try it sometime in Hollywood Studios while it's available. It was good. And I would get it again if we were just in the area and we're like, yeah, you know what? Let's let's get the tart again. You know, I would get that. So that. Is it for something in uh, in particular, or is it just something new that they brought out? That's a great question. I'm going to say it's something that they just brought out just to feature something for a limited time. I can't see I, where that's connected to anything. Maybe yeah. if we were near Thanksgiving time or something, or that can't really be considered a Halloween thing, right? All yeah. that, you know, you know, so... But I would jump on it as soon as you can because it's probably there for not too long. So uh, they don't always feature a special tart. I wish they did, that there was Mm -hmm. always something there for a limited time. But the staple that they have there, which is a a type of berry tart or whatever, I'd have to look it up quick. But that one's really good all the time. And we've tried a few different ones. So there's a lemon berry that was really good. And when that one came out, it actually had the, uh, I call it the Pixar ball, had the Pixar ball on it. You ever try that one, uh, Victor? It was weird too. Like it must've been fondant or something because when you bit into it, it like deflated. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) (laughs) But they did a really, yeah, really good job theming with that. So yeah, last night we were in the parks and we checked again to see if the princesses would be out back. We did a poll leading up to the fireworks to see if if everybody, you know, who, how many people wanted to see it on Main Street, how many people wanted to see it behind the carousel when we're talking about Happily Ever After. And, uh, you know, 54%, I think it turned out that the carousel won. And I was happy for that because, I mean, I would show fireworks from Main Street pretty much all the time, but it's the hustle and bustle of all the people. But now I know to go around the back. So I might be a little more apt to do it a little more often. So... Yeah, I was going to talk about the Rapunzel Sunday, but we talked about it already. It was a five out of five right off the bat. I loved it. I want to make sure that the family tries that, but it could it's it's going to go away soon, so they might not even get a chance to try it. Yeah. So with that said, is do I get one more chance at that dessert? If I'm back there on Wednesdays, do we get into? I make it by the skin of my teeth. Yep. I'm going to get that again one more time. That's That was really good. 
So, all right. Hey, not bad. Not, well, not bad. We came in at 11, uh, <laughs> one hour and 12 minutes, but I wanted to make sure we got that all in. We had to get that in this time. Yes. And, um, yeah, before we go, we have to uh, talk about our sponsors. And uh, we happen to have one of our wonderful sponsors right here with us, right here. And uh, let's get into that. <clears throat> If you ever dreamed about living near the magic like us, or even closer, like Neil or Victor, right behind the magic. With over a decade of helping people find the home of their dreams, Victor Naraki is the perfect realtor for Vision Home Real Estate, LLC. To help you find the home of your dreams, go to DisneyAtYourDoorstep.com. That's DisneyAtYourDoorstep.com. And Victor's still trying to increase his numbers over at YouTube, so simply go over there. Subscribe to his channel. If he reaches 10,000 subscribers in the year of 2023, he's going to hand over $1,000 to give kids the world. How about that? Victor's always giving to them, but he'd like to set that as a goal, and um, it helps us all out all the way around. You can also uh, get Victor at Celebrating Florida at gmail.com and let him know that we sent you if you're starting to plan your next vacation book your next vacation with your magical adventures await claudia is creating disney adventures worldwide she can create a magical adventure to walt disney world florida any disney park worldwide disney cruise lines alani resort in hawaii guided group vacation with adventures by disney and she's also a universal studios expert and probably playing in universal right now as we speak <laughs> If you book with her, her services are free. Disney takes care of her so she can take care of you. And I guarantee you, I know you think you know it all, some of you, but she knows more and she can save you more, just like she saved Lawrence on a recent booked trip. You can get her Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m., Saturday and Sunday, 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. Make your magical planner today um, of your magical adventures await. Claudia Anderson, 956 455 Four, nine, and also follow her on Instagram. All the information for Victor and Claudia is down below. Oh, the last thing we should touch on, we made major announcements last night, so anyone who didn't catch those announcements, I put them in order of what I think is uh, the biggest news, um, but we're excited about all of them. The Zion company that makes gimbals and electronic equipment uh, asked us to be a partner with them to test brand new equipment, so we accepted that. We also accepted uh, to try uh, out some new all-natural creams made by, um, I got to get used to the name here, and it is, I'll get it in one second, but they use all-natural ingredients in their uh, creams, and we are going to test out some sunblock as well as pain-relieving creams, and we expect to become a partner with them, an affiliate partner. So, And we're going to do some giveaways with them as well. So anyone listening uh, now or watching the live streams will develop a giveaway so that we can do that. And the company is eternalbeautyspa.com. So if you want to check it out ahead of time, check it out. And um, we'll have that affiliate link to purchase through us at some point down the line. The last piece of news is they are doing, and this could be news to Victor, is they, I say they have announced, I guess they have announced it, but there's an independent filmmaker, Jason O'Brien, out of Birmingham, Alabama, and he's going to make a documentary film about Disney YouTubers called Disney Tubers. 
and he asked us to be part of that project, and we accepted. So we're going to start shooting this probably at the end of next week, and we'll be it'll be documenting our home life. Um, it will be documenting the whole process of how I run this channel from Monday to Sunday. Wow. You're going to get to see it all how the whole process works, how busy I am. I talk about it, but how crazy my life is. And you'll get to see all that, and you'll get to see a little behind-the-scenes action uh, as we live stream in the parks as well. <clears throat> and there are other channels that have agreed to this as well, and there may be more that sign on, but we are definitely going to be a big part of that, and we're really excited about that. So, yeah, good stuff. All good stuff. All good stuff. I just keep showing up with my camera and good things keep happening. <laughs> it's amazed is. Well, thank you all for joining us tonight in the chat. We love you all. Yes. And you guys are amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next Thursdays at 7 p.m. Uh, and before that, we'll be live from Universal on Saturdays. So it's always a little bit of a later start. We'll be starting, you know. Who even knows? Sometime after five, time subject to change. But we we try to start as early as we can. And again, it's all contingent on if Tammy has done all the rides she wants to get on, we can go live. So if we get there early, we can go live at three. So just keep checking the channel. Keep checking the channel. And you can catch us for some universal action. So want to thank Victor for joining us. It's about time we got you on. It's thank so great you. we got great you. Here. Yes. Open invitation. Just, just hit me up during the week or whatever and say, hey, I want to be on. Come on, okay. you know. Bring, we bring your magic time. honey and your magic straw too. No worries. <laughs> yes, bring that magic straw, please. And we'll get Claudia on too. She just couldn't be on tonight because she's playing at Universal, and we may meet her on stream on Tuesdays this coming nice. week. Yeah. So good night, everyone. I hope to see you all at Universal Studios. And uh, Victor's a park bro. I don't even know if he there knows that go. term. He is an official park bro now, which means you hang right. out with us. Anyone that hangs out with us is a park bro. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Bye.